Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide, welcome in to episode number 174. Got to check my cheat sheet. Sometimes I forget where we are when we're having all this fun, but you know what, what the deal is. It's the Talk in the Line podcast on this beautiful Thursday of bets. Now, been seeing a lot of negativity floating around out there. Not a whole lot of positivity, so I'm going to stop that right here, right now. Positive vibes incoming, good vibes incoming. Fuck the drama, fuck the bullshit. We are not having it here at the Talking the Line podcast. You better get ready to turn that frown upside down if you got it plastered upon your face because it ain't happening here today. All that being said, before we get into those aforementioned good vibes, please take a few moments to... Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you're watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, we don't forget about you either. Hit that like button or follow button if you haven't already so you never miss any of our additional content there too. But we never forget the third party, the ones that listen to the show. Hey, if you're listening to the Talking the Line podcast on one of your favorite podcast directories, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already, as we always release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, you could be so kind to do so. You got a couple extra seconds while you're watching the show today. Go ahead, hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat. If you are watching live, hit that share button, send it on over to your friends, enemies, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you call a good old-fashioned degenerate and they enjoy cashing tickets because that's what we do here at the TTL pod and we are for all. And when you do those things, it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, before we get on into it, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, you will locate all of the TTL Crew social platforms, and you will also locate all of our additional content. So you can consume all of those three major categories in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 174 on this gorgeous December the 2nd, 2021, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, 
Colton, Captain Colt, Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by on this gorgeous Thursday of bets. Now, I'm not going to waste any time here today. You know the vibes that I'm bringing down. We got to check the vibes that the man that joins me on this show is bringing down, putting down, laying out. However the hell you want to say it, wherever about you come from, you know the vibes coming today. So without further ado, let's check that man on the opposite side of the screen. See how he's doing here today. You know him as that man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and my friends, we cannot ever forget the TTL's resident Southsider and Cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. It is a nice steamy 55 degrees in the windy city. I don't know if that's what's got me waking up on the right side of the bed today or what. Short but I'm feeling on. pretty damn... Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a sweatshirt on, but I'm rolling them up. But anyways, I'm feeling fantastic, my man. Nonetheless, love the uh, positivity. You're right. There is way too much negativity going around everywhere we I, look. And that's, uh, that's not what we're about over here. So uh, I'm glad you started it off like that because uh, I'm in the same, I'm on the same page as you, my man, and I'm ready to get rocking and rolling with today's action. Two things. First, yeah, what the hell is going on? Nice balmy 55 here in the Windy City. Also, what the hell's going on? Usually I'm the one wearing the hoodie and you're the one wearing the t-shirt. I guess we're flipping shit here today. Number two, yeah, needed to bring some positive vibes, guy. I scrolled through the old bird app moments before we come live. And the first five, six, shit, maybe even ten tweets I see are of some form or fashion negativity. And that's not what we're going to have here. That's not what you're going to find on our social media platforms. That's not what you're going to find anything related to talking the line. That's what we've always promised, and that's what we will do here. Anytime you join us, you flick the brain off, you have a brief mental vacation, you laugh at me, you make fun of mags. We just have a great old time. <laughs> Outside of that, my friends... We have a loaded show to get into today, but before we do, you know we're a full transparency show. We never hide them from you, even when we have some losing days, and I'll be a son of a bitch. We have had some losing days the past few here. This one is the worst, so as the great uh, icon uh, Elvis Presley would have once said, only up from here. I think he once said that. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> sure for the first time, now live in prime time on your screen, the TTL crew's best bets from December the 1st, 2021. Okay, well, we were supposed to turn the page on the calendar. Apparently, we didn't do that. Apparently, our bets did not do that. My partner went one and two on the day. Uh, Cashed Virginia Tech, much like me. Hey, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm in love with the Hokies. I'm in love with the Hokies. That is my first ever TikTok video I made. Uh, very half-assed, but uh, you can see it on Twitter. You can see it on TikTok. Maybe I'll start getting into the TikTok game. Who Simple the hell but knows? gold, my man. Simple Thank you. but gold. I appreciate it. I appreciate it uh, because that was the only gold on my fucking card last night. One and four <laughs> once again. Hey. I apologize if you've tailed me, my friends, but once again, filled with bad beats. What do you got? Hey, is for horses. Right uh, above oh, my finger right how here. How about that? 
Boston, the damn Boston U Terriers, my friends, end up coming in clutch for the crew, giving us an extra W. So we should have just uh, played Virginia Tech Hokies and the Boston U Terriers and just called it a night. Mm-hmm. Um, Iona was down big to Marist. What the fuck? And then came all the way back to win it by, oh, only seven points. Mm-hmm. Don't you just love that? Wofford battled all the way back to get cooked in a box score game. Harvard did the same thing, battled all the way back to get cooked in a box score game. And Citadel, all of a sudden, now my boys may not be my boys anymore. These tight spreads were going to have to be easy with the old Bulldogs. I know you love Texas Tech. I did too. But holy shit, Ed Cooley, you know, shout out CC John Rostein. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember what he says about um, Ed Cooley. The but American Ed, Dream, I believe. The American Dream. Yeah. That is, look at you, dude. Providence came and I, took care of business. Because I watched that game, it was more about Providence than it was anything negative about Texas Tech. I will absolutely be back on Texas Tech. I, there was a lot of things I liked from them, but man, yeah, I dude. underestimated Providence. I think they can play a bunch of different styles, man. They're a good team. And uh, Wisconsin-Georgia Tech, the under 130.5. That obviously uh, busted with about two minutes, a minute and a half uh, left in the game. Son of a bitch there. And even the dice were cold. Michigan minus two and the over both lost. I also also talked about on the show how I was leaning UNC, and I didn't end up hammering it in. So there's another little spot that my process is working. So I think I got every fucking loss I possibly could out of my system here today my friend I don't know about you but I am ready to turn the tide if you will put the money train back on the tracks and get it steaming back down toward toward a payday station and get the old hell out of the uh, losing day station yeah most definitely to give us some uh, positivity I noticed that you and I both without uh, agreeing with each other ended up uh, back in what appeared to be a clear trap for the old Florida Gators we cash a little uh, nice about little ticket that? on those Oklahoma Sooners. How about that? How about that? Uh, who's to say? Who's to know? We did talk about that, and that was also a severe lean of mine. But, hey, it ended up cashing, so maybe you just jump in the boat next time, Scooter. Who's to say? <laughs> all right. All of that being said, that's yesterday. What do we got coming up here today? Uh, glad you asked because I'm the man to tell you. Partner over there's got only two best bets coming at you here today. He does have the total covered for the – Thursday night football matchup uh, between the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. Uh-oh, what happened, pal? Why you? Uh, intern with the typo on the uh, graphic that we'll see in about 30 minutes. He just remembered but didn't even really remember that he actually did it, Thinking so that's electric. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, dude, you know what's crazy is because on Monday night I said Thursday night, and now on Thursday night you're saying Monday <laughs> night. So it's like we're off sync just a little bit. So, hey, either way, we're cooking, we're moving, we're grooving. We, we did say MNF on there, but that's okay, bub, no big deal. He's got the total covered. Nonetheless, you can obviously see it's going to be a windy day here today. And then I'm diving back into college basketball. No more games. No more nonsense. I'm telling you right here, right now, folks, it is time to get back to cashing mid-major tickets. I've seen about every trap I possibly could this week. I am ready to rock and roll back on the winning side. Got six picks coming your way. We got eight picks in general, eight straight plays. And in general, honestly, if you have been tailing all of our best bets and you have been sticking to a unit system, if you see us play a half unit play or a quarter unit play, whatever the case might be, or we talk about it in that fashion and you do that, you have been able to to control your bankroll and limit your losses. Even though you see a one in four day, you might only be down two and a half, three units, and then you come back the next day and you win it right back. No big deal. Or even over that, which is what I'm thinking we're going over that today. I got the brooms out of the closet. I haven't mentioned it. It's here right now. There you go. Partner, you want to be so kind as to uh, indulge our audience out there. What is the name of today's special play of the day? 
I believe it is back to our two weeks ago. We are obviously off last Thursday with Thanksgiving. We are back mm, to the day. old board bender parlay, my oh, friend. Oh, so we bend the board into the TTL crew's favor into one beautiful parlay. We had three legs. Went back and forth on the fourth leg. And finally we said, ah, fuck it. We're going with four legs. Let's hammer it in, baby. Here we <laughs> go. Boardbender Parlay will be the third segment of today's show. Fourth segment, or maybe we'll call it three and a half, will be the recap of all of today's best bets of the day, both mine, mags, and the best bets of the day. You can find all of those best bets. If you missed that recap, hey, look at me, hosting duties, making sure I don't skip anything. Follow us uh, on the Action app. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at our mags in all caps, and the Talking the Line best bets of the day are at Talking the Line. You can also follow our board on the Chalkboard app. We are Talking the Line board. Jump in one of our channels, chat with us, talk shit with us. Let's have a time. You can also find all of our best bets the easiest way if you ain't got no app. TalkingTheLine.com on the Today's Best Bets tab. You can actually even bet our plays right from our website. Or any other plays you want to as well on your favorite sports book. There you go. There you have it. Uh, once we recap all of that, now uh, segment number four, Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. We will uh, have a little dice roll for college basketball again. Northern Kentucky against Cleveland State, my friend. Uh, we'll save all of the lines and everything for there, so uh, partner still has his usual Moneyline Dice job. And then fifth segment of the day, uh, the all-encompassing start of the second half of the show, our mags sidebar. Uh, I'm sure he's got some good, juicy stuff here today with all the nonsense going on overnight. We have plenty of other stuff. I got a couple of things written down here we got to talk about. Uh, then we'll uh, obviously have some banter, talk about some daily leans off. I also have a couple of those. Uh, the always important TTL announcements. It looks like we got a couple of those. And then last but certainly not least, wrap it up, final segment of the day, my motivation minutes. Actually have a uh, little, I guess you call yeah, I call it a quote. And uh, it's from somebody who, well, actually the father of somebody who we uh, really, really respect in this industry, my friend. So I'll let you simmer on that and all the rest of you simmer on that uh, towards uh, the very end of the show, and we'll shout out somebody special that uh, has uh, definitely helped us further ourselves in this industry. So all that being said, that'll be the TTL pod here today. Uh, partner, outside of that, you're looking beautiful on that side of the screen. Oh, thanks, dude. Absolutely, my man. Uh <laughs> Anything else from uh, the peanut gallery over there? Uh, no, I don't believe so, unless you hadn't seen already. Alvin Kamara is not playing tonight in Thursday night football, not oh, Monday night football. Oh, look at you. Da -na -na, da -na -na. Late breaking mags. Don't call him a newsbreaker. He's just out here reporting the latest and greatest. Uh, outside of that, that's about all I got, partner. So for now, until the second half of the show, I kindly ask you to stop the nonsense, quit the banner, cut the gossip. You could go to every other sports media outlet and get, well, not really. You know what the hell happens here at the TTL pod. But you come here, most importantly, for the Stone Cold Picks, Locks, Insights, Analysis, and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends, you know we have one final step to complete if you remember the TTL faithful. But first things first. It's time for the first segment of the day, our mags best bets of the day. And as always, I ask you to kindly lift the vessel that encompasses the juice that we call the black elixir of the gods here at the uh, TTL Production Studios. And I cheers to me, I cheers to you over there, partner, and all you beautiful people watching this morning sipping on that juice. Take your gulp, guzzle it down, and partner, once you do, 
go for it, and you have the floor. All righty, my friend. I appreciate you. As you mentioned, I'm headed to you too. Appreciate you too. The Thursday. <laughs> As I mentioned, I'm going to the Thursday night football game. Cowboys and Saints. I am staying away from the spread on this one, partner, and I am going to the game total in this one. Actually, I don't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday, but I've been uh, I've had this one locked in. I've been ready for this one for a few days now. Chomping at the bit, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I am going under forty-seven and a half. News came out yesterday that Taysom Hill is going to be starting in this game. Uh, that's why I locked it in early in the week because I thought uh, I was kind of calling my shot that he was going to be playing in that game, uh, and this is uh, the day that he is going to be playing in said game. So. Love it. I see this game going uh, one of two different ways here, partner. And in both ways, I see this one going under. Mm -hmm. First way is kind of how Taysom Hill's four starts went last year, uh, where he went three and one straight up, ATS and three and one to the under. And that one game that went over, the total was set real low in the 40s, right around 42 43. And the game finished at 45. Okay. And with those games, what we saw was a Saints defense that was really, really solid. Obviously, they've had a little bit of a sputtering, but I think this matchup, and I'll tell you why in a second, is solid for the Saints defense, and we see, I think we see a solid performance from them. Now, I say, I think, because there's still that second scenario where they don't, and they get their oh, ass I remember, kicked. I remember the like, second scenario. The second scenario is basically what we saw last week against the Buffalo Bills, where it's a 31-6 to type game, sure. and the Saints get absolutely obliterated on both sides of the ball, and still... Cowboys dominate, but the game stays under because the Saints' offense struggles with Taysom Hill. Mm -hmm. Now, what I mentioned mm -hmm. as far as going back to that uh, first scenario with their offense and Taysom Hill, if it's working, uh, contrary to the second scenario, it's going to be a really slow game where the Saints control the pace of the game. The Cowboys might still win, uh, but it's going to be a really close, tight game where the Saints control the pace. They have really, really long drives where they keep Dak Prescott and the Cowboys offense off the field. If the Saints even find a way to get into the end zone and the Cowboys come back on the field and they have a nice drive of their own, it's going to be tough to get into a rhythm because the Saints are going to control that pace on offense and defense. They're going to make it really slow, real, real grindy type game. These long drives are not going to be explosive by any means. I mentioned Alvin Kamara is out. Even if he was in, I would still like this. But even more so, they do not have any any they have one I guess Marquez Callaway but if you're telling me that you think Taysom Hill is going to find a way to get some explosive plays uh, by way of his own arm to Marquez Callaway I'm going to have some arguments against you uh, so nonetheless I do not think they're going to be able to put up any points not any points but many points and if they do it's going to be those long drown out drives and then I already mentioned that second scenario lastly as far as some couple trends here partner the last two matchups between these two teams 2018 and 2019 Dak Prescott was a starter in both of those games 13 to 10 final and 12 to 2 final both of those games oh, really? now you say wow did Dak Prescott really struggle in those games Honestly, not really. He His completion percentage was actually really solid. Mm -hmm. What they did is kind of what I'm saying. They limited any type of explosive plays from the Cowboys offense and obviously didn't have many explosive plays on their own side of the ball. So I kind of – I see a little bit more either a total blowout, like I was saying in that second scenario, or maybe a 20-17 to 17 type game. But because of those two scenarios, that's kind of why I'm staying away from the spread because I don't want to take the Saints and then have them look like they did last week against the Bills. So – I'm sticking to that under because either way this game shakes out, I see it staying way under 47 and a half, partner. Did I convince you or not? I don't know, 
because I don't know anything about I don't know what I don't know about because this game, I have no idea how it turns out. I love your two scenarios. I think that's the most likely. Um, I'm going to sit on the sidelines and cheer you on, bub. I uh, don't have enough coyones to get in on this game because I just because of all those different scenarios, it's just like, yeah, I can't I can't dish out a key edge. But where you're at, I think one way or another, it does stay under. But I told you pre-show. Hey, I think Dallas might at least put up 30, and I feel like the the Saints put up at least 21. So that would bust it, but I'm not going to put that out in the world. It's going under. <laughs> you just, just put it out. Hey, it's fucking... fine. I'm not I'm not saying it's busting it. I'm not saying it's busting. I'm saying it's going. Your first best bet of the day, the New Orleans Saints versus Dallas Cowboys. Thursday night football matchup under 47 and a half. If you could be so kind, partner, as to uh, keep it moving, keep it grooving, what's your second best bet of the day, good sir? Alrighty, second best bet of the day, switching over to the college basketball slate. Uh, bigger game of the night, St. Mary's at Utah State. Line's been moving a little bit. I actually caught this one. Uh, didn't catch it at the right time, but I still like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Not buying into this line movement. Uh, Utah State minus one actually might come as a surprise to a lot of people because the big old brand name, at least between these two teams, is the St. Mary's uh, the St. Mary's Gales. And as solid as they have looked all season long, this Utah State team has been extremely, extremely sneaky and honestly has been just as good. They're much closer than you realize. Uh, St. Mary's has built a nice, solid resume. They obviously had a few solid wins against Notre Dame. But, partner, we already mentioned that Oklahoma Sooners team, this Utah State team, believe it or not, beat that Oklahoma Sooners team on a neutral floor less than two weeks ago themselves. This is a really, really solid Utah State team, and that matches up really well with St. Mary's. 34th in the country in effective field goal percentage, and as solid as St. Mary's has been defensively, you might be a little surprised uh, to see them ranked in the 60s as far as effective field goal percentage allowed, and 116th in the country in three-point percentage against. Now, Utah Mm -hmm. State isn't exactly blowing the doors off of people with three-point percentage, but they are 53rd in the nation uh, much much higher than uh, St. Mary's is allowing it uh, at the rate, and they've faced a lot of teams that are the bottom pa- bottom half of the country in three-point percentage. So I think Utah State's going to have some success against the St. Mary's defense, contrary to what you might believe as far as what they've already done. So at home, I mean, the at-home atmosphere, if this was in St. Mary's, I would not be, I don't think I would be on this play. But if it was a neutral floor or I would still be on it, especially going to be on this one, if all we need is uh, essentially an outright win, obviously at the minus one, and I think right now it's right around minus plus minus a half, might have even dropped plus a half for Utah State, but I still like it there. A lot of money coming in on St. Mary's with that brand name, so they have to honor that a little bit in my opinion here. But I got the Utah State Aggies to take care of business at home tonight, partner, minus the one. Give it to me all night long, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay, man. I didn't put it by you to be bought into the biggest game of the night. Um, I really, 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 really like St. Mary's in this spot, and I, I, I obviously don't feel like showing you down. I don't have enough confidence in them in that spot whatsoever. Not necessarily the public side, even though with all of that money coming in, so I think that um, that movement is a little bit sharper rather than uh, rectangular or uh, circular, whatever the hell you want to say, but I do think the Utah State team is a little bit better here. I think they do get the job done rather handily um, by at least more than a point. Or uh, Hey, uh, outside of that, I don't really have all too much. I looked deep into this game, and there were so many things that made me want to stay away. And then you said, hey, I got all of it. So <laughs> row the boat with you, partner. Our mag's second best bet of the day. 
the Utah State Aggies minus one or whatever you're currently finding in that on your favorite sports book. Okay, partner, you only got two there, my friend. Uh, anything else you need to dish out, deliberate, banter about, lay down, anything in between? No, sir, I do not. I mean, uh, the only thing I didn't mention is how banged up these offenses are in the uh, Thursday night football game, almost said Monday night again. CD mm-hmm. Lamb still battling mm-hmm. uh, questionable concussion. Amari uh, Cooper just getting back from COVID. Who knows who's going to be out there for the Cowboys, and obviously you know what's going on with the Saints offense. So give me that under again. Okie dokie, Artichoke. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, all of our mags' best bets of the day. Now, outside of that, Nothing I got to add left to your plays, my friend. So let's keep the uh, proverbial podcast boat rowing gently down the stream, if you will, with the second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. Now, uh, got, let's see here, six in total coming at you, so I won't uh, be too windy on all of them, but I do believe I have located six severe undervalued plays on today's board and man oh man i never like to get ahead of myself but i do not see a loser on this board mr magnuson i do not see a loser on this board my friends please listen up because here we go first best bet of the day going to the matchup between the youngstown state penguins and the university of wisconsin milwaukee panthers Point blank period, there is no team on this planet, in this nation, that the Panthers deserve to be favored against, not to mention by five and a half points, six points in some books that I saw this morning. They're one in five straight up on the season, one in five ATS in 2021. They are not good at all. They're also not good at home, so don't think you're getting a home court advantage here. 0-2 straight up, 0-2 ATS on their home floor. Uh, Youngstown State. Has spun the wheels a little bit in their last few games, but they uh, are ready for a big bounce back game here, in my opinion, because they did look good here to open up the year. And I think what they need is a game against a lesser opponent when they have played a couple of really good opponents in their last few matchups. A couple other keys when it comes to statistical means in this one, my friends. Both teams are uh, pretty evenly defensively. Uh, You can look at pretty much up and down the stat sheet. They're pretty even there, but Youngstown State does have an offensive edge. They're scoring uh, 70.8 points per game, averaging 41.1 or 45.1 field goal percent, 32.7 from beyond the arc, and 130th in expected field goal percent. They're also valuing their possessions 30th in turnover percent. As far as Milwaukee, they're only shooting uh, or averaging rather 62 points per game, um, averaging 39.1 field goal percent, 28.9 three-point field goal percent. They're 299th per Ken Palm in expected field goal percent and 173rd in turnover percent. I also think the Penguins mob the Panthers on the boards. Youngstown State is 266 in offensive rebounding percent. Now, hold on, don't jump away because they're 76 in defensive rebounding percent per Ken Palm. You compare that to Milwaukee, 276th in offensive rebounding percent, 294th in defensive rebounding percent per Ken Palm once again. So I think we uh, see the Penguins have a severe advantage on the boards tonight. You don't believe me in all of that? 
Believe the trends, my friends. The Penguins, 4-1 ATS last five road games, 4-1 ATS last five as a road puppy dog, and 21-7 ATS last 28 road games following a three-plus game homestand, don't you know? Milwaukee, 8-21 ATS last 29 as a favorite, 6-18 ATS last 24 home games, and 0-4 ATS last four following a straight-up win. Give me the Youngstown State Penguins plus 5.5. Kick off my card here today, partner are you with me you against me what you feeling i like this one my man it is actually uh looking like it's dropped to four and a half on oh, fandle oh, and draft oh, king oh, i do like this oh, one fuck. i might oh, be fuck. With... i definitely agree with everything i say i uh i i might be locking this one in with you i'm not sure yet i'm uh, trying to keep myself light today but i do like this one we say that every day and then we end up <laughs> diving off the deep yep. end here we go uh <laughs> second pick coming from me today going to the matchup between the robert morris colonials and the green bay phoenix and i don't uh really care about any movement on the line either way i think it's stuck uh, pretty firm at this point in time now but i am taking the green bay phoenix minus one and a half my friends uh bottom line point blank period i am a big fan of the robert morris colonials uh if you uh followed us last year i actually backed robert morris a lot a lot a lot and they are just not the same colonials team they're zero and five straight up overall one and four ats on the road even worse zero and four straight up one and three ats overall green bay may not be spectacular but they are better than robert morris and they do have a home court advantage here so i think they uh get a little bit of a boost from the home fans it's only their third official game so i think they'll be ready to rock and roll especially against such a lesser opponent like the colonials here but a couple of key things outside of of my opinion in that as to why I think this uh, game falls in favor of the Phoenix. Um, neither team is really electric offensively, so it falls down to the defense for me. Green Bay uh, is only allowing 65.3 points per game. Opponents to average 42.6 from DeFlow and 25.7% from Beyond Day Arc. Uh, they're also allowing per Ken Palm 115th in opponent expected field goal percent. You look at Robert Morris and I mean it is nasty. Ugly like your uncle at at the Thanksgiving table with his t-shirt untucked 83.2 points per game allowed allowing 48.8 from the floor 35.2 from beyond the three-point arc and 35 305th, I apologize, an opponent expected field goal percent. So uh, you just look defensively here, and obviously you see Green Bay has a much, much better advantage um, when it comes to that. And I don't want to bore you with any more statistical advantages in this game because honestly, they're like... Uh, a point, a, a one, a decimal here, a decimal there, but honestly, it, it all falls down into Green Bay's favor, and I think they take this one rather handily. But you don't believe me, believe the trends. Robert Morris, 1 6 and 1 ATS last eight road games, 0 5 and 1 ATS last six following an ATS loss. Green Bay, 6 1 and 1 ATS last eight, let's see. Uh, it is lunes, martes, miércoles, jueves games, Thursday games for you non-Spanish speakers out there. And Green Bay, 6-2 and two ATS, last eight home games versus a team with a losing road record. Give me the Green Bay Phoenix minus one and a half second. Best bet of the day. I mean, do I definitely have to back you if I got my uh, Packers sweatshirt on today, my friend? I mean, bye it only kind of seems right. Only kind of seems right. week for the pack. The, you know, the, the Green Bay uh, Tommies need Packers. a little. Got to back the little. Packers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to have Green Bay. Got to have Green Bay. That's kind of what I'm what thinking. Was, what was your number you caught on this one? Minus one and a half. Okay. It's uh, two on DraftKings, two and a half on FanDuel. So I, it's pushing. Uh, okay. I like that. I might just go a little chalky and go a little money line. Just I probably, that two and a I half would. on yeah. FanDuel here. I would because it was funny. Basketball action. 
opened one and a half, flipped to plus one and a half with the juice this morning, got to minus yeah. 120 at plus one and a half, and then promptly, I put that son of a bitch in my bet slip, and promptly it flipped back to minus one and a half. So yeah. I like it at that. I think it finishes by a bucket, um, and I think it definitely finishes eh, maybe even by three, four, five, eh, maybe six. But either way, Green Bay Phoenix, minus one and a half. Also like them on the money line there too, partner. Okay, here we go. Now this one is a line movement that uh, I hope you can help me out with this one, on this one, partner. Uh, make sure that I'm still talking accurately here. But it has kind of inflated up, but I think it's Fugazi, like some of the early line movement we saw here. So let me tell you about it. Going to the matchup between the Southern Utah Thunderbirds against the Eastern Washington Eagles. And I caught the Eagles at plus four and a half, partner. Are they still right in that ballpark? Or are they up to, to five? six? Up to six. Okay, so I knew they were going to be at five and a half, six some spots. I don't think that matters. I don't think this game finishes by more than two buckets. I think the books are out of their minds, and I think who's ever throwing money at the Thunderbirds are kind of out of their minds too. Both teams are pretty evenly matched, and there's really no reason for the Thunderbirds to be favored by that much, especially on the road, my friends. They're 0-3 straight up and ATS on the road here in 2021. So, I mean, if you want to back a team that has yet to cover on the road at that big of a number, be my guest, but you ain't going to catch me doing it. I don't. Again, I don't think this finishes by uh, more than two buckets either way. Four points, in my opinion. And this is only Eastern Washington's second home game all season long. So, I think that's going to give them a pretty severe boost here. Yeah, so they have a great fan base, too. I appreciate that. A couple other keys outside of my humble opinion. Three ball is what it's going to come down to here when it's uh, on the offensive side. And Eastern Washington has the edge, my friends. 34.4% offensively, only allowing 28.9% defensively. Compare that to Southern Utah, 29.6 from beyond the arc on the offensive side of the ball, allowing 30.8% defensively. I like for Eastern Washington to uh, really rely on their three ball and kind of hammer down. Definitely use it to keep the game close at the bare minimum if they actually do end up uh, losing this game, which I think they might win outright. But hey, I love the point nonetheless also thinking close games like this it comes down to free throw shooting you know me i love it southern utah 70.9 percent from the charity stripe eastern washington 72.8 percent and strength of schedule so far eastern washington has uh been a little more battle tested if you will 61st in the nation strength of schedule southern utah 92nd in the nation so far so i think eastern washington makes this a scrappy game i think they knock down their threes and that's what really helps them stay in this game but you don't believe me my friends Believe Tay Trends. Southern Utah, 5 and 11 ATS. Last six way or last 16 Jueves games. Southern Utah, 2 and 4 ATS. Last six overall. Eastern Washington, 7 and 1 ATS. Last eight overall. Eastern Washington, 4 and 1 ATS. Last five home games. And 4 and 0 ATS. Last four as a home puppy dog. Not to mention their 5 and 0 ATS. Last five following a straight up win. Give me the Eastern Washington Eagles. Third best bet of the day. I like it, partner. I, uh, it's a little head-scratching to me. It doesn't this make EU sense. team just beat Washington State a few days ago straight up. It doesn't make sense. Uh, a Washington State team that last night just held the Arizona State Sun Devils to 29 fucking points. Beat the popsicles off what of them, What are we talking dude? about here? I, I, don't I, don't know, know. I don't know what we're talking about here. I think it's Fugazi. That's what I'm saying. When I, That's why I teed it up before I even got into my first pick. I think I got six picks that are just like head-scratchers. What the yeah. fuck is going on here? So... There you go. There you have it. Uh, sounds like you're with me for a third time in a row here now. Yeah, I think okay. so. Hey, here we go. Let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Ch -ch 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 Chugging down the tracks. Fourth 
best bet of the day. Portland State Vikings up against the Idaho State Bengals. And my friends, I wrote in parentheses in my notes here today, favorite exclamation, exclamation, exclamation in all caps. I love this one. This is the goofiest of the goofiest line movement. Please tell me that it's up to four and a half still. Has it's it up came to five and a half partner even weirder? Okay, this is ridiculous. I got it at two and a half, but I think the Portland State Vikings win this one outright. I don't know who in their right mind is throwing money at the Idaho State Bengals, but they are a terrible team. They are 1-5 straight up and 0-5 ATS this year. Shout out to our good friend, friend of the show, fan of the show, guest of our other shows, the D'Amico's, Joe and Dion. Uh, shout out to Joe. I uh, mentioned it there a minute ago, but... He said it on our show, the Idaho State Bengals are as ugly as your uncle with his shirt untucked at the Thanksgiving table, my friends. They are ugly, and they ain't got no alibi, my friends. They don't have one. What do well, you got? Well, to cut in on you, partner, I, was, I like this one at two and a half. We're talking about that, what we talked about on Saturday, we talked about them because we had Air Force, and we were kind of scratching our heads there because it was similar, not the same line, but because they were the underdogs in that spot. We were all over Air Force, and it dropped down to two and a half. And Air Force cleaned them out by 11, no problem yeah. at all. So I yeah. don't know if there's some weird Idaho State alum that just pours money on them every single time. I think so. I don't know, man. But I think so. But, uh, well, I appreciate that. But I think you're right in what you're saying because you don't really have to look that deep to see the severe disadvantage that Idaho State is at. Offensive and defensively, point blank, period. Portland State's offense going up against Idaho State's defense. Portland State averaging 74.6 points per game, shooting 42.6 from the floor and 23% from beyond the three-point arc. Now, they've played a couple of good teams that do limit the three ball, but look at Idaho State's D, allowing 69 points per game, opponents to shoot 50.2 from the floor and 33.6 from beyond the arc. Idaho State's offense against Portland State's defense is even worse Idaho State's offense, 59.8 points per game, 39.5 from the floor, and 28.5 from beyond the arc. Portland State's D, 65.8 points per game allowed, 38.1 from the floor, and 26 from beyond the arc. They're going to shut them down left, right, and center. I have no idea. And if there was ever a mid-major boat race about to happen in the big sky, my friend, it's in this game. Portland State is 63rd in the nation per Ken Palm and Tempo. Idaho State 331st. If you want to back that, go right on ahead at minus 5, minus 6. Are you are you out of your mind? I wouldn't back it at minus 2.5. Strength of schedule here looms also very large. Idaho State has not played a very difficult schedule at all. And may I remind you again, 1-5 straight up 0-5 ATS with a 170th ranked strength of schedule compared to Portland State's 48th, my friends. So I think Portland State has a great shot to cover this number, if not win outright, which I think they do. But give me every one of the points. The Bengals are just bad, but you don't believe me. Believe the trends. Idaho State, 2-10-1 ATS last 13 as a favorita. 1-9-1 ATS last 11 as a home favorita. Idaho State, 0-7 ATS their last 7 overall. You want to back a team that hasn't covered in 7 games? Go ahead, my friends, because they're also 0-5 ATS their last following last 5 following a straight-up loss. Portland State, 9-3 ATS last 12 following an ATS loss. And they're 5-1 ATS their last 6 versus a team with a winning percent below 4 hundred give me all of the vikings plus six and a half five and a half four and a half put them up to a million and a half and i still take them to win outright i'm probably going to put a sprinkle on it i love it fourth best bet of the day 
Yeah, man, I'm absolutely with you. I locked it in, especially. I, I didn't Ridiculous. lock it in yet, but you give me a five and a half with this Ridiculous. brutal Idaho State team, man. Give it to me every day. I'm with you, no questions. Okay, there you go. There you have it. Next one up, got another Big Sky matchup coming at you. And this is one where uh, the favored team needs to make a statement, and that is the Montana Grizzlies against the Sacramento State. And if you ain't looked at the line yet, we're taking the Montana Grizzlies minus four and a half, up to minus five and a half on some books I have seen. Uh, why I say this is a favorite that needs to make a statement, Sacramento State is pretty much at the bottom of the Big Sky. If you know me, you've been following the TTL pod. I love the Big Sky Conference, one of my favorite Western United States conferences. And Montana's right at the middle of the pack right now, like but typically year to year, they have a shot for the Big Sky Conference Championship. If they want to get rock and get rolling early and make a little bit of room like they typically do, they're going to have to step on the necks of these low-level teams in the uh, conference, and that's definitely Sacramento State right now. Um, I think they get it done by at least double digits because they're going to be pissed off, my friends. They are coming off of a brutal, and I apologize if you backed me when we backed them before, 47-87 to 87 loss against Oregon as 13-point dogs. That was absolutely brutal. They're favored in this game for a reason. Again, I think they get this done by double digits, and they make a statement as four and a half point favorites a couple of the keys as to why I think this is um, Montana's defense is going to be the edge because overall their offenses are pretty similar big sky offense but the defensive side of the ball does come down to Montana they're only allowing 64.1 points per game uh, Colorado State 74 points per game allowed right now also their overall rank overall rank is really what is coming down to me per Ken Palm Montana is 183rd in the nation Colorado State 314th Montana is 166 7th and AOE, 215th and ADE, and CSUS, Colorado State, or not Colorado State, I'm sorry, goodness gracious, all Friday, I'm all backwards here, Sacramento State, I forget to write it down like that, uh, Colorado State, 314th overall, but 314th AOE and 296th ADE. I absolutely love Montana from all perspectives, uh, again, those are all per Ken Palm rankings, they're a much better team um, than Sacramento State. And one final thing that I think allows them to pull away before the final trends, free throws. Montana, 79.3% and 63rd ranked per Ken Palm in free throw percentage. And Sacramento State, 71.7% from the charity stripe, 213th ranked per Ken Palm. I think the free throws allow them to pull away, but you don't believe me on all of that aforementioned jazz. Believe the trends, Montana. 5-1 ATS last six Thursday games. They're 3-1 ATS last four overall. Sacramento State 2-4 ATS last six overall. And Sacramento State 2-4 ATS last six as a dog. Give me all the Montana Grizzlies to rule in this Big Sky matchup at minus 4.5 or wherever you're seeing it right now. Yeah, I like it, my man. It's up to 5, 5.5, like you said at the top. Uh, I do like this one. I uh, don't have too many anything else to add on this one, so I'll let you keep going, but I like it. Lock and load. There we go. There you have it. Wouldn't play it over five and a half, though. Okay, last but certainly not least, speaking over five and a half, that would be six. So my sixth and final best bet hey, of hey, the hey. day. How about that, son? All right, here we go. Going to the Pac-12 matchup. Oregon Beavers. Oregon State Beavers against the Cal Golden Bears. I'm taking the Golden Bears minus two and a half because mainly this is just not the same Oregon uh, Oregon State team 
from last year. Everybody's remembering the tournament team that uh, made that magical run. They did their thing. They they uh, they cashed a bunch of tickets. Oh my gosh, we love. Uh, uh, yeah, well, my friends, they're one in six straight up and ATS overall this year. They are not good whatsoever. Not to mention zero oh and two straight up and ATS on the road. I don't care what number this is at. You want to back a team that hasn't covered on the road going into Cal to cover? Go right on ahead, but uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to lay all two and a half points. I put it closer to four and a half or even five and a half uh, because Cal is really solid at home this year. Three and one straight up and ATS in 2021. I think the Golden Bears make it four and one in both categories here today, but there are a couple of keys as to why I believe that. Once again, mentioned it a couple times uh, here today with some of my analysis, but one thing is going to be the three ball. There is a huge, huge, huge offensive advantage here for Cal. Uh, when you look at their offensive stats, they're 36% from beyond the arc, 34.4% defensively. Oregon State's only shooting 28.8% offensively uh, from beyond the three-point arc and 33.9% allowed on the defensive side of the ball. I think Cal really leans on their three ball today and allows them to pull away offensively. Um, also, they have uh, really played some teams that shoot the three good. If you're worried about that defensive uh, number there, 34.4%, oh, well, that's a little bit worse than Oregon State. Uh, they've played really good teams like Florida, Sacred Heart, Fresno, and actually University of San, San Diego, who does shoot the three ball really, really well. We've seen that so far, and a couple times we back them. I think we see their uh, defensive number there for the three-pointers positively regress as we talk about a lot here last but certainly not least um there's a couple of slight edges as far as reboundings and turnovers nothing major that we need to bring to the show and in, in, in the essence of time talk about but they do have some pretty severe uh edges there or i wouldn't say severe i'd say slight in that uh in that vein but on that same uh side of the coin those are the hustle stats. That's what matters. If they lead in turnovers and rebounds, I think that's what's going to allow them to pull away and cover this game. But you don't believe me, believe the trends. Cal, 5-1 and one ATS, last six overall. 4-1 and one ATS, last five as a favorite. And 20-8 and eight ATS, last 28 home games. Not to mention 4-1 and one ATS, last five as a home favorite. Oregon State, 1-4 and four ATS, uh, last five following a straight-up loss. And 1-4 and four ATS, last five December games. That does it for my card. Last best bet of the day, Cal Golden Bears, minus two and a half. I'm backing you on this one, my man. I locked it in. Let's I mean, go. this Oregon State team is already lo- – they just don't know Bad. how to win games. They're Bad. they're losing to the mid-major teams, low-mid-major teams, Samford, Princeton, Tulsa. It's not good, man, and I, uh, I'm i going to back you on this one. I don't, uh, I don't think it should be this close. No, not at all. Cal kind of struggled to open up the season, and that's why I think it's so close like this. But again, I think it's a different type of struggle. Yeah, oh, different type of struggle for Oregon State. Yeah, they're, I think Cal's bouncing back, and Oregon State is. They have uh, completely fell off the struggle bus. They don't even have a ride or, or offered a seat anymore. They can't even buy a ticket on the struggle bus. They done fell mm-hmm. off that some bitch. So there you go. There you have it. All my best bets of the day. All right, let's keep it moving. Third segment of the day, the special play of the day. We're getting it to the pay window! You hear that Damn drum roll it! Huh? You the hear special. that drum roll? Oh, I hear the hell out of okay. it. Let's go. Oh, give it to me. Come on, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to announce today's special play of the day. The Board Bender Parlay is now live in prime time. Four legs coming at you, my friends, paying out at over 15 to 1 odds. Get ready right here, right now. It's coming at you. 
Leg number one. Don't you <laughs> make sure I don't trash my whole setup. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I was saying, be careful. Okay. Leg number one. Don't you dare call us homers, you sons of gun. We're going to the Chicago Bulls. First, the New York Knicks, and we're taking the Chicago Bulls. We're not laying the number. We're just going to take the money line. Now, my friend, what you got going on? You're telling me to pause? Zach Levine just listed as in for tonight's game. He's been dealing with non-COVID type illness. Oh, yeah! He played uh, He played the other night. I'm blanking on who they just beat. I think it was the Hornets, and he had a really nice yeah. game despite whatever that illness is. So that okay. is fantastic news for the Old Bulls. Okay, well, maybe he had just a little case of the boo-boo, and so he's ready actually, to go. Oh, oh, and oh, here we go. Bulls soapbox. Sorry. Last Bulls soapbox. Kobe White appears to be out, and as much as I love the dude, he uh, I believe that's out. Uh, let's see. That was – yeah, I think he's out, which – as much as I love the dude, it hasn't been working out as far as the rotation of the Bulls team that has been kind of steaming up until this point. So, honestly, I think that's good news for us, if I do say so myself. Mag says, get him the fuck out of there and give us well, the Chicago yeah. Bulls money line for the first leg of the day. Get off the Bulls soapbox. Yeah. We ain't going get back. Second leg of the day. <laughs> Don't call us homers again. Should have worn my jersey today. We're going to the ice, and we're taking the Chicago Blackhawks plus one and a half against the Washington Capitals. Hawks have been scrapping some stuff together here lately, and on the opposite side of the ice, Caps have been flubbing up a little bit. They've been winning, but they ain't been hammering down teams, so I think the Hawks got one hell of a shot here. It's not one of those minus 2,000, plus 2,000, minus 2,000 for minus one and a half on the Caps. We're actually getting the juice here. Minus 150 at plus one and a half for the old Blackhawks. So give it to us for leg number two. Leg number three, going to the college basketball hardwood matchup between Oral Roberts, Texas Christian University, Horny Frogs. And we're not taking the Horny Frogs at home. Screw that nonsense. We're taking the Oral Roberts. Uh, I think they're the Eagles. I do believe they're the Golden Eagles. Eagles. Golden Eagles. Let's go. At plus eight and a half is what we caught them at. They might be down now because it has been noted that Dell still at eight and a half. Love it even more that Maxwell Evans will be out of the game for TCU. Big effective player for that team. One of those uh, ones you always have to note. So we ain't got to worry about it. Give us all of the eight and a half points with Oral Roberts. Last, certainly not least, we went back and forth for quite some time. I said, partner, should we do it? He said, no, 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 no. I said, man, I don't know. Come on. This looks good. It feels right. It feels good. He said, no, 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 no. Come on. Chill the fuck out. We don't need to do this, man. We ain't got one to the window in a while. I said, I know we ain't got one to the window in a while, but it looks so much fucking better with the forced leg on there. He said, I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I said, ah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, man. Maybe we need to take a break. Maybe you're right. No more than that came out of my mouth. He said, well, hold on. It does look good. It does look pretty fine. I said, well, partner, partner, hold on. You you had some sense into you a minute ago. Now, hold on a minute. He said, no, no, no. We're put four legs. Four legs are nothing. I said, four legs are nothing. It can't. Or nothing now. You you were out of the boat a minute ago. Now we're speedily rowing it down the stream. He said, fuck yeah, we're putting it on it. Lock it in. I said, okay, I'm locking it in. Hammer it home. The fourth and final leg on the board bender parlay. Going to Thursday night football matchup. The New Orleans Saints against the Dallas Cowboys. And if I do so remember correctly, <laughs> there is a new quarterback starting tonight for the New Orleans Saints, who just so happens whenever he is in a package for those New Orleans Saints, he seems to find his happy ass in the sacred side, also known as the end zone. So give us Taysom Hill to make his way over yonder in the end zone and be an anytime touchdown scorer tonight. 
to wrap up the board bender parlay. So I tell you one more time. Chicago Bulls money line. Chicago Blackhawks plus one and a half. The Oral Roberts Golden Eagles plus eight and a half. And Mr. Taysom Hill, QB1. I suggest you refer to him as anytime touchdown scorer. Total odds plus 1532. Board fucking bender, baby. I love it. There you go. There you have it. Today's best bets of the day. Okay, in case you missed any of that, don't know how you possibly could have, but if you did, no worries, because we have the wonderful TTL intern who uh, puts together our graphics and gets everything rocking and rolling. Now, sometimes he does make a mistake or two here or there. You will notice that it was a Monday night football matchup on on the following graphic that's coming up. But really, my friends, it, it was actually a Thursday night football uh, under that my partner is taking. So it's all right. Hey, hey, we Could still appreciate you. Uh, yeah, you know, you know. It up. Hey, hey, great, great advice for the tip jar. So we'll do that. We'll make sure we relay the message to the intern and we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it grooving. So. Without further ado, my friends, rip out your sports books, pull out your paper and your pencils, not your pens, in case you make any mistakes so you can erase it out and make it nice and easy on yourself or however you take stock of the TTL crew's best bets of the day. This guy over here and me, because they're about to be live on your screen for the first time today, live in prime time. The TTL Cruise, best bets of the day for this absolutely gorgeous Thursday of bets, December the 2nd, 2021. If you would so kindly turn your attention all the way above us to the very top left of your screen as I almost fall the fuck out of my chair, are Mag's two picks of the days going to the Thursday night football matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints, and he's taken under 47 and a half. He's also going to the college basketball hardwood, checking out the matchup between the St. Mary's Gales and the Utah State Aggies. He's taking the Aggies minus one or wherever you're finding them at, as always, on your favorite book. Turn your attention to the right side of your screen all the way right top half for my six best college basketball bets on today's slate Youngstown State Penguins plus five and a half Green Bay Phoenix minus one and a half the Eastern Washington University Eagles plus four and a half Portland State Vikings plus two and a half Montana Grizzly minus four and a half and the Cal Golden Bears minus two and a half again I am fine with all the line movement on all of those plays right above us my friends you see it paying out at over 15 to one odds the four legs on the board benda parlay Chicago Bulls money line Chicago Blackhawks plus one and a half oral roberts golden eagles plus eight and a half and Taysom hill qb1 anytime touchdown score let's get all one two three four five six seven eight nine plays to the pay window on this gorgeous thursday of bets but before we can i need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you need to say just make sure you get today's ttl crew best bets of the day that are Primed for ticket cashing. In it, whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. I love it. Oh, baby, I love it. I fucking love it. I see a beautiful... Oh, no, that would be nine because I have six. I have six. That would be nine. So I uh, said that wrong. My apologies. I can't count very well. Eight, nine plays to the pay window. So ah. there you go. There you have it. I see a nine-way sweep, my friend. 
I got the broom out of the closet. Uh, maybe I need to start bringing it live on set. It is out of the closet. I just maybe oh, need to start. Oh, it's out of the closet, huh? Hey, oh, it's out of the closet. It's ready to rock and roll, pal. So there you go. TTL Cruise. You see it in the ticker. Best bets of the day recap for you. Well, how about we make it either 10 or fucking 11, partner? Oh, hey. You, who, who's to, who's to, who's say, to say maybe 10 or 11? <laughs> Let's go back real quick. You see the honorable, cubicle, all-knowing objects that we refer to as the Moneyline Dice here on this pod. You see it right there. We're going to the matchup for the dice today between the Northern Kentucky North, Norse and the Cleveland State Vikings. Now, if you know me, I love Cleveland State a lot. I like backing them a lot, but I also think the Northern Kentucky Norse are a much better team than their record would lead you on to believe. Yeah, I also know that I have no effing idea how this game finishes, but I know somebody who does. So if you could be so kind, partner, as to indulge all of us out here, what in the hell is the current spread between these two teams? Where are we playing at? Who's the favorite? And what's the total at? And then once you let us all know that, I'll have these wonderful cubicle objects ready to rock and roll and give us some tickets ready for cash. Alrighty, so those Cleveland State Vikings are favored at home. This one uh -huh. is in Cleveland State by three and a half points. Is that what we saw it at this morning when we were talking, partner, three and a half? Yes, sir. Okay, three and a half still, and that over-under is 132 and a half. If we get a little chalky on that money line, mm. looks like it's around 160, 170 uh, for the old Vikings. Uh -huh. I haven't been... Uh, haven't been Taking that type of action lately, the dice haven't. They, they're not a big fan of that chalky money line. We'll see if they uh, change their mind or not. But three and a half and over under 132 and a half is the lines for today. Thank you, partner. Appreciate your contributions to the money line dice roll of the day. You hear them live on prime time. So it is now time to get those picks here. All right. First roll. Home team or away team? Are we going to... The Norse. Or are we going to the Vikings? You know, a battle of... Um, oh, wow. Battle of mythic... Well, they're not mythical because they were real, but no. what the hell am I trying to say here? Uh, you know... The, 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 uh, you know what I'm trying to say, and I think I you guys all know what say. I'm trying to say, but I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Of, of lead, I don't fucking know. Either ah, way, man. Norse and Vikings, stupid. either way, it's a battle. It's Norsemen, a battle. Just battle of Norsemen, right? Maybe like the Norsemen. Vikings are maybe, Norsemen, right? But they're the same. But I think there's something else also, too, like what they're actually, like the, the not a legend, but the, not mythical creature, not a mythical whatever, but they're fucking medieval something. Nah, maybe not medieval. No, not medieval. I don't know. It's the money line <laughs> dice's time. Get out of the damn rabbit hole. But get me the fuck out of here. All right, are we taking Cleveland State or are we taking Northern Kentucky? We all find out in three, in two, in one. Home team, Cleveland State Vikings. There you Trying go. to do my Norseman research over here. Hey, us. that's all good. Rock and roll. I'll keep it moving, keep it grooving. I would kind what of was that one? Sorry. Uh, it was the home team Vikings. Okay, okay, okay. Moneyline ATS, are we going with a little bit of chalk, or are we laying the points? We all find out in three, in two, in one. Moneyline, 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 coming live at you, coming live at you. The Moneyline, you see the Moneyline. There you go, there you have it. Okay. Cleveland State Moneyline, first unofficial pick. Are the dice doubling down? Are they going to the total? Are they going to need to re-roll the whole damn thing? We all find out one final time for the third roll in three, in two, in a skiddly-diddly-doo. Away ATS. Well, that'll fucking get you, won't it? All right. 
Any re-roll? Uh, re-roll. Any updates on the Norseman, partner? So, no, if I am not totally mistaken <laughs> here, Norseman is more of the like mytho- uh, the Norse myth- mythology, like Thor, okay, Odin. Okay, I, kn- I knew fucking mythology was something in there. I knew right, I knew I wasn't right. totally dumb. And so, Wait, North, I, like Norse mythology refers to the Scandinavian yeah. oh. mythological framework that was upheld during and around the time of the Viking Age. So, they were going on at the same time. Uh-huh. I mean, the Vikings, I guess, were kind of just like hey, your average dude, your average just tough Viking, and these Norsemen, <laughs> and the Norse I some think, are like the dudes that tell you tell these Vikings what to fucking do. So if that sure. helps the dice at all. Hey. hey, hey, yeah, I know I don't know shit about shit. I was actually just double checking <laughs> to uh, make sure I wiped dipshit off my forehead this morning. Uh, thanks for the insight on the uh, Vikings in the Norse. I knew it wasn't that much of a dumbass. Yeah. I knew it was right there. Okay, here we go again. Homer away team. Home, Cleveland Vikings, Cleveland Vikings, Cleveland Vikings. Moneyline ATS. ATS. ATS it is. ATS. Okay. They like the minus three and a half now. ATS. Wild card roll. Wild card roll. In three, in two, in one. Home money line. Home money line. Doubling so down, it huh? is a double down. Uh, since it has shifted over to the money line, the dice say, hey, boys, I won't make you sweat too much. We just have a lot of confidence in these Vikings. You just go on ahead and back them boys on the money line, okay? Yep. That's what they Doubling told, down on that that's what they hey, told they said, me here. Screw you, Mags. You're talking about we don't like that chalky stuff. We're getting chalky today. Fuck you. The dice <laughs> have spoken! And they've doubled down. If you want a guaranteed... Take one ticket to the window here tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Not from me, not from Mags, from the all-knowing, ever-present cubicle objects. Moneyline dice locking right now. The Cleveland State Vikings. Money line. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Thank Dice. Thank you, Dice, at the side of uh, Thank you, mytholo- dice. Norse mythology lesson, huh? Hey, how about that? Moneyline dice roll. Hold on. Check this out. Check this out. Check this you out. You could also just uh, maybe don't trust my research skills. I don't know. I could be talking <laughs> out of my ass. I could have just looked up the uh, – because I mentioned Thor and Odin. I could have looked up some fucking Avengers-type research <laughs> hey, shit. I don't know, dude. Hey, check, check, the, check the ticker. <laughs> I'm too slap-happy. I, I shouldn't be in charge of this shit today. I, I am too slap-happy. Oh so gosh. there you go. There you have it. Cleveland State Vikings money line. All right. Hey. I love you. I love you. I love what we do. I, I love this so much, man. I fucking love you, dude. Love you guys. Appreciate each and every one of you. Welcome to the fucking show. All right. There you go. There you have it. That segues us into the second half of the show. You know how we do it. As if this show wasn't already all the way off the damn rails. We get really off the rails now. Let's kick things off. Second half of the show, our mag sidebar, the little bit of lean talk, a little bit of crew banter, a uh, little bit of everything in between. We don't regurgitate what everybody else says. We come up with our own nonsense. So without further ado, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 174 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful December the 2nd in the year 2020. One. I mean, I don't know if I need to give anything else out of my uh, Norse mythology lesson. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, dude, beautiful. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I really don't have that much here. Uh, just uh, curious if you had any interesting thoughts or if you saw. I actually didn't even see it until this morning about the A's. 
Uh, A's president, uh, let's see, yeah, A's president put down an offer on the 35-acre site on the Las Vegas Strip where the Tropicana currently sits. Really? Uh, has This guy, uh, their president, Dave Cavill, has made at least six trips to Vegas looking at over 20 potential sites for a new $1 billion stadium. The uh, really? If you've seen any of the, uh, like renderings the uh projected what it's gonna look like it looks insane i would feel terrible for the oakland faithful again but man are these vegas sports teams a uh pretty massive success if i do say so myself and uh i haven't been to vegas myself but i you're telling me if we're going to vegas in the summer on a random day we can you spend three four days in vegas you're telling me you get one day to go spend three hours at a baseball game Count me in every single time, man. I'm in. Get whether it's the A's or not. I mean, I'm in. If they need to do an expansion team there, whatever. Just give us some more sports teams in Vegas, man. Get the I'm NBA in. there too. I love it, man. I'm in. I, uh, I, you know, yeah. Obviously, it would be heartbreaking for the Oakland faithful. Like, hey, maybe then uh, the Los Angeles Chargers could kind of migrate them over to there, uh, <laughs> there, and they could have all of them. The A's too. We'll see. I, I don't know. Who am I? I don't live on the West Coast. What I do know is that that would really suck for them, but I think it would be really cool for Vegas. I mean. Obviously, not to like dig up old stuff, but obviously there's that old argument of players being in Vegas, and we kind of mm. saw that with Henry Ruggs and all that shit that kind of happened. And I mean, I you hope know, that's just a one. I think that's lesson, a one honestly. and done. I I really think that's a one and done, and I really fucking hope it's a one and done, man. Because like that's I always I always boo boo that argument. Like, come on, I don't. It, it, it's Vegas. It, like. I, I was actually having a conversation today, and as somebody who lives in Vegas, and they were like, you know, Vegas is just Vegas. Like, it's it's every other place. I'm like, you know, exactly. Like, there's the strip and everything. It might be the hole in the desert that's absolutely electric, and people talk about losing fortunes and viva las wages and yada, 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 but... It's it's still the United it's the United States of America. It's not the moon. Like it's still... right. If you're living there full time, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. continue to stay no. like you're partying every single no. day. No. As far as I, I mean, maybe there'll be. I'm sure there'll be another case of like a dude having a bender, or maybe not a bender, but you know, getting a little wild, safely wild, or something like that. Maybe he has something a rough game or something like that. Yeah. But as far as you know, horrible accidents or something like that, I think we had a one and done type deal. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you on that end of the spectrum as well. Um, speaking of uh, kind of, you know, MLB there, um, Brandon, we are in full-fledged lockout yes, right sir, now. We are. So I don't know how much you've read up on that or how much you've got into it, and it's actually really fucking boring when you get into the nuts and bolts of everything, especially like MLB. So we won't go down that whole rabbit hole. But essentially, man, like it's looking like we might even get to a point well, we might not have this CBA done, and we might miss the start of the season. We might. Miss I would be really pissed day. about that. Yeah, I'd be really pissed about that. It's been 26 years since that has happened, and when that did happen, they missed some time for. Uh, I want to say it was 96 season. Mm. I want to say they missed a good chunk of that. If it, if not like 95, but I think it was 96. Yeah, I'd be surprised if that happens again. And if we do, it would be kind of like what we saw with the NBA. I think a decade ago, where they shortened it down to a 66 game season. Sure. Um. I would be surprised because they obviously have a lot of time. I remember uh, some of these other ones, it was kind of a lot more abrupt and they didn't have all this. Because now, what what is it? They've got like four months to, or yeah, four months to get this figured out before opening day. And obviously, I mean, I guess you got to have spring training. So I guess it's really two and a half months Actually, to get to shit, a normal yeah. schedule. So. Yeah. 
And we got to get a lot more free agents uh, off the board because, uh, you know, teams tried to sneak as many as they can before this thing happened. But, I mean, I didn't read too deep into it as far as when I – like, I can't give any type of expert opinion on when it ends. But I would be surprised if it cuts into the season. Uh, and obviously, as a, a fan of a team that I think has good hopes of making a deep run next year, I'd be real pissed if we uh, cut into the season at all. So, Hopefully we can get this shit resolved because well, I, I the free agent market itself was heating up enough, and now we got to take well, a break off of that. Well, you're damn right. We hope you okay. Two things, yeah. You better hope we get this shit resolved, and the free agent market was heating up. You're damn right because I just got done creaming my jeans over the freaking Strowman <laughs> addition to the Cubs freaking pitching rotation, and then I get find out. I wake up in the morning, we get we got a fucking lockout. Hey, this ain't cool. This ain't good. Yeah, I also find out that it, I also find a beautiful idea. You, you already know how much. Well, fuck, I duh. Me and you both back Strowman yeah, time in I and time Strowman. out again last year, bro. And he, oh, dude, he's already a hundred percent all in. Like, oh, shout out yeah, Dom. Uh, shout out the the. Uh, oh, I'm blanking. There's so many good Cubs pages out there. I'll shout yeah. them out later. Either way, that's not where we're going with this. But yeah. holy cow, yeah, it's absolutely insane. Also. Maybe just for a second. Let me stay on that soapbox. Heard the Cubbies uh, were taking a little look-see at old Carlos Correa in free agency. So a little. I heard a little something a- about. Uh, yeah, I, I, I. That would be a huge ad for them. That would be that would be the one I think of any ad that you could make That's this free nice. agency. That would be the one ad to actually make the Cubs back into a legitimate contender this year. Because just Stroman alone, I mean, obviously that's an awesome ad and that helps, helps your rotation massively. And you should be a much better team next year. But I think they still got to do something to at least get uh-huh. in into that next conversation i heard a little rumor and maybe it's far fest oh but fuck guy, off don't uh, you do it don't KD you do he could be interested in the old south side yeah yeah, in the yeah city yeah, of yeah, chicago yeah. coming to a uh coming to the dark side the good guys wear black down here baby i know i uh i read that and i holy fuck oh my god if gosh, that I... happens if that happens i i am liable so you know you know i'm not even gonna say what what i would do what I would do if that happened, because uh, we might get oh, canceled, man. Mags. We might get canceled. Uh, we don't need that in my life. I'm trying to. Uh, okay, let's go in another direction here. No, that would um, be so perfect. I just, I need this. I want the socks to make one, one move, and that would be. Oh, fantastic. I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. It would be good for you, but I'd be real fucking pissed. Okay, so in other news, uh, I'm your resident UFC guy. A um, oh. little bit of news. T's and P's to old Uncle Dana. Caught mm-hmm. the old Rona. Whole um, family, right? Yeah, whole family caught the Rona, man. Um, you know, I'm not going to get on this soapbox either because I started this show with positivity, good vibes. That's all that's going to be here, my friends. Yeah. But this whole left and right, virus, not virus, fucking shot, not shot, is just such a fucking, <laughs> it's such a fucking joke anymore, dude. And like, can we not just be human beings and, and wish the people get well and however they go about getting well? They can fucking do whatever they want, and you know, yeah, as long well. as and long as maybe you know that getting well process ain't a, a making them grow a, a a third arm out of their fucking forehead or some <laughs> shit. Like, who the fuck cares? You know, like yeah. what difference does it make? It's it's just such a goof. It, it's such a goofy thing. But obviously, the UFC will go on. It's such a well oiled machine at this point in time. Uncle Dana could fly off to the, the freaking Caribbean islands for a month, and it would still happen without any problem whatsoever. I'm sure he'll be watching, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Old Uncle uh, Uncle Dana catching the old Uncle Rona is not the most ideal thing for the UFC, though. Not a great no, look. sir. <laughs> we uh, we talked about it yesterday I, after the show, but uh, decent little card this weekend, actually. No uh, star-studded 
Funny you mention that. Like Funny that. you mention I mean, that. I just happen, to, all, I just happen but, uh, to have some fucking hi. sheets over here uh, at the old desk. Uh, Going to it. I'm sure we'll or, get to, we'll get a little windy tomorrow with NFL picks. So go yeah, ahead and drop a few things well, down. Yeah, right just now. a couple of things, you know, whatever. Uh, UFC Fight Night. I got uh, two sheets for that. Did a little early look ahead. Uh, you know, I'm kind of liking Luis Smoka on the money line. A uh, little via decision to open up the night. Uh, that's an opening fight. I should have wrote down who he is fighting. Vince um, Morales. Ah, Vince Morales. Yeah. Okay. So you got the uh, you got the card up. Just pull it up. Oh, let's go, baby. All right. Uh, also like. Mickey Gall, plus 190 as a long shot. He is fighting one more time. Remind me. Uh, Alex Morono. Morono. Uh, Morono is just a dog and a half, and I yeah. think uh, this is an excellent matchup. I just don't buy Mickey Gall, plus 190. He's really, really, really good, but I don't know. that, that Situation where mm. maybe you gun to your head, you pick Morono, you yeah, think he yeah, wins, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, you just yeah, yeah. don't think it should be plus 190. Is that kind of what you're saying? 100%. And I have actually a couple other long shots, and Gall would be. Oh, boy. We got some spam the, going in the comments there, guys. Uh oh. Uh, would be at the very bottom. And what do we got fucking going, you motherfuckers? Dude. Girls here, baby. Let's Girls go. Let's go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Streamer <laughs> recommends. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, fuck you, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here, you assholes. Get out of town, get out of town, you're fucking gone. All right, here we go. Um, yeah, so Gaul would be at the very bottom of my long shots is what I was saying there. Um, Azamat Mirzakhanov, I'm usually fucking <laughs> yep. great at these names. I haven't even fucking seen this guy yet. Azamat Mirzakhanov um, is minus 210 on the money line. I believe this is his UFC debut. No, no odds for him to win via KO or TKO out yet across the market. Hmm. I can't find shit. So he, uh, his only UFC related fight was Contender Series. So this would okay. Be his so actual, this is like, his UFC debut. Day. So yeah. they would consider it debut, and he's a fucking, he's got concrete in his fist, my friend, and he is made out of uh, kryptonite for every other it looks fighter. Like it. Looks like he's, it, yeah. he's fucking insane, dude. So I think that might be him to win via KOTKO. Might be one I add. Um, Grootsmacher fighting Claudio Puelis. Um, I like Grootsmacher in this matchup. It was on minus 105 on FanDuel. Everywhere else, because you know I utilize that site. Uh, I'll yeah. put you. Hey, I'll put you fucking guys onto this too, real quick. Bestfightodds.com. Yeah. Bestfightodds.com. Um, if you're not, if you're not a numbers guy, don't fucking visit that page because it'll make your fucking head spin. But yeah. if you are, um, it's basically all line movement, everything we utilize action for, but for UFC because nobody really seems yeah. to do UFC and best fight odds fucking does it. Across the market, he's the favorite. FanDuel only book to have him as the favored money minus money underdog minus 105 right. so interesting a little interesting to me there um next one up this would be my number two of my long shots maybe not really even a long shot um william knight money line plus 128 against alonzo menafield this is that rescheduled from back in like yeah. august um mm -hmm. middle of august and I think William Knight is just on another level than Alonzo Menafield. Don't get me wrong. This is going to be a fucking... I'm excited for this Do one. not blink. Do not blink. This I, I tweeted last night that um, Brad Riddell versus Rafael Fiziev might be the fight of the night, but this also is a contender for fight of the night. Do not blink on this one. Maybe performance of the night. I'm kind of banking on a William Knight knockout. Like him on the money line, but I'll have to look into it a little bit. Uh, Jake Matthews, minus 180 on the money line. I like him to win via decision. Um, that will probably be one that you end up seeing on my uh, UFC blog. Hey, uh, don't have to talk about it later. Go to talkingtheline.com. See the blogs. You'll see RMAG's blogs, my blogs. UFC blog comes out every Saturday. My friend, 
You'll know this name because we've been following him. We've been tracking him. He's been on the undercard, bottom of the undercard, kicking cards off. Now he finds himself up towards the top. Zalgazumagulov, money line, plus 200, my friend. He has been the minus 200 favorite time and time again, and now all of a sudden he finds himself in this spot. I'm very confused as to what that would be, um, but there's got to be a reason as to that. So, again, a long shot for me, nothing I'm tying myself Do you know much about his uh, opponent there? Nothing really at all. I couldn't find anything yeah. uh, real surface level, so I got to dive deep into that. Like, why the hell would it be that much of a flip when when uh, Zuma Gulov himself has been like minus 200, 230, 240? Right. Uh, it makes no sense. Real quick, this guy's this guy's had three UFC fights. He's only uh, one and two. He won his most recent. But yeah, it's not it's not like he's blowing the doors off anybody. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I was seeing. So I, I got to look into that a little more. Um, Maki Pitolo, money line, plus 135. I wrote in parentheses with a question mark. Am I a homer for this pick? <laughs> uh, I really, really, really love Maki Pitolo. Um, he's got a stiff opponent. Who's he got? Uh, uh, Todorovic. Oh, um... Uh, yeah. Jusko Todorovic? Uh, uh, ju- yeah, I got to look at it to be able to pronounce it right. But yeah, uh, Jusko Todorovic or whatever. But the whole point is Maki Pitolo. Yeah. I really, 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 really love uh, Dusko Tudorovic. Yeah, there we go. Um, I love Maki okay. Pitolo, but Tudorovic is... Um, he's lost his last oh, two, actually. Oh, yeah, he's a dog, but yeah, he is 10-2 and two now. I forgot about that. He's lost his last two. So, I don't know. Maki doesn't ever... Like, you look at him at middleweight. I mean, you see 170... Or, uh, wait, middleweight, 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 middleweight. That's one... That's not 185. He can't... That he What the fuck? Okay, so yeah, I don't know what in the fuck Makipi Tolo went up to 185. I didn't think he was 185, but I know he's always looked really small, and he never looks like he should be at the size that he is, and then he just absolutely crushes the competition. So maybe give me Makipi Tolo on that one. We'll have to talk about I'm going to have to deliberate on that one uh, for quite a while. He's looking for a bounce back. He's had some tough, tough opponents. Tough losses. Tough losses, man. Tough losses. So I like Maki. I like Maki a lot. Uh, Main card. Favorite long shot of the day, my friend. Favorite long shot of the whole card. Chris Curtis, plus 280, going up against Brendan Allen. Chris Curtis just fought two and a half weeks ago, and Brendan Allen hasn't fought for a few months now. Uh, Only once in 2021, I do believe. Either way, Chris Curtis coming off of an electric knockout in his UFC debut. First round, beautiful. I think he's worth a punt again because he was at this exact same number last week and won. So I just think the books don't know enough about him. I think UFC fans don't know enough about him yet. Chris Curtis is one of the next fucking things you're going to be talking about. Promise. Right, and and maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I have to imagine that inflated line has something to do with the quick turnaround. Usually that's like, oh, these guys are going to be gassed. But if he got he got the one, first round knockout, I mean, he knows uh, he knows DC pretty well too. And DC was telling oh, really? kind of a story of how um, he's been telling him for a while, like you're going to see me when I get there. Like, it's taken me a while to get there, but when I get there, you are going to see me get there. So, like, uh, he's fucking here, so keep rolling, hum, right. hum right. kid. K- Chris Curtis, love him. Uh, Jamal Hill, plus 140. Shout out Jamal. I follow him on Twitter. Uh, going up against Jimmy Crute. I like Jamal Hill, plus money, plus 140. Jimmy Crute, uh, you'll remember him from uh, taking oh, yeah. those leg kicks. <laughs> the last His last fight and walking out with a complete fucking dead leg. Couldn't yeah. even walk on it, so they called the fight. Um, I'm not saying that happens again. I do think Jamal uh, leans on his leg kicks. Maybe we see something happen wild. Not saying I'm locking it in, but I do love Jamal Hill over Jimmy Crute. Um, hashtag as per usual, don't bet against Brazilians. We have Leo Santos. Um, he is about minus 200, almost 300 favorite against Clay Guida. 
I don't ever want to fade Clay Guida because I love old Guida myself, but uh, I'm kind of buying into a sick-ass fight, and I'm probably going to take Santos via the points, plus 160. So talk about that one uh, in my blog. And then two last ones, Co-Main and Main. I like Brad Riddell uh, on the money line against Rafael Fiziev. I, I I feel like a homer again taking that because I really like Brad Riddell and all of the uh, city kickboxing guys. I really, 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 really like him. I also love Rafael Fiziev. You'll remember him. Um, he's got the highlight where he basically leans all the way back in a matrix position, is in a complete L, and a kick goes right across his nose, and then he comes all the way back up and points at his foot. Um, usually has his hair tied back in a, uh, a ponytail with some cornrows and shit. But Rafael Fiziev, sick as fuck. I tweeted out last night, I think this is fight of the night. This okay. is going to be a scrap and a half. The Both 10 and 1. Ooh, yes, sir. And then main event, Jose Aldo against Rob Font. Rob Font, obviously, uh, bad loss in his last one um i do believe uh still coming i don't think he's fought since the last time he lost is that right uh he's got four straight wins four he just straight beat wins. Garbrandt. oh i yeah duh yo i apologize he did just beat uh uh no love for sure okay so also jose aldo he's been uh kind of a little bit on an old dog tear all of a sudden people doubting him and hashtag don't bet bet against brazilians especially when they're on a tear and they're at plus money so give me jose plus 120 dude I love it. i'm all about it so I'll uh, obviously have the old UFC blog come out. Uh, appreciate you uh, giving me the floor there, giving you something a little Most bit to definitely. think about. But, uh, yeah, I'll have the blog come out. Those are kind of where I was leaning, where I'm at. Outside of that, Aldo, what you got? Aldo's only 35. I would have, uh, I, just from somebody who's, like, not a high hard but still above average fan, I would have guessed he was in his 40s, man. Fuck Max Holloway. I don't even think is 30 years old yet. Like, or That's he wild. just turned 30 or they just, something. The, both of those guys just got so yeah. many yeah. fight miles just on them. He's got you know? miles on the tires, boy. They've been doing it forever and ever and ever. But, I mean, I... Holloway main event was two weeks ago, right? That just happened? Yeah, I can say uh, you're Rodriguez. Yeah, 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 yeah So yeah, yeah. I, yep. uh, yeah, I think uh, we got some value there, boys. We'll dish that out. Um, won't spend a whole lot of time because yeah, we'll dive into some NFL shit uh, tomorrow for sure. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Son of a bitch, I might be pulling the Washington football team out of the fucking grave. What do they got this week? Vegas. My blanket. In Vegas. Vegas in Vegas. Damn. Okay. Vegas in Vegas plus two and a half. They're getting two and a half on the road. So I have, we won't get into this rabbit hole. We'll spend time on there nope. tomorrow. Nope. Uh, you got Col- seven plays, though? One, two, three, four, five. Those leans. Leans. Oh, okay. Seven, oh, well, okay, okay. seven eight, your intro. Okay. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve with the fucking overs. Uh, overs, unders on Sunday okay. slate. So, yeah, we got a little bit to talk about. A okay. little bit to okay. talk about tomorrow. A little bit to talk about. Uh, also, college football week 14, champ week. I told you, I got sheets over here, my friends. Oh, yeah, um, baby. Friday night, we got Western Kentucky and UTSA, Utah, Oregon. I'm pretty dead set in the rights on Western Kentucky minus three, laying it there, and then laying it with Utah minus two and a half. I'm I'm pretty fucking set with that. Um, Saturday, we'll obviously have the show, so we won't waste much time there, but I got three, yeah. seven, seven fucking leans there, too, that I'm interested in. So there you go. There you have it. That's from yesterday. That is not anything we need here. And then, yeah. Oh. One final closing thought uh, on leans. Uh, you won't see the old, you didn't see the old Northern Colorado Bears on my card here today. You know, those are my big sky darlings. But uh, I'll never tell you to do this, but I wouldn't be opposed if you maybe didn't bet on Northern Colorado and maybe decided to place your wager on an opposing, on, on a different team other than Northern Colorado? May, may, n- never bet against them. Never bet against mm-hmm. them. No, no, no. But just if, 
if maybe you didn't put your money on Northern Colorado, it would be a good idea tonight. I, I, I don't know. It just kind of feels a little fishy. But who am I? What do I know? Okay, off of that one. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> Outside of that, uh, seems to do it from my end of the world. My uh, quickly becoming piled full of papers desk over here with uh, the weekend coming up. Uh, anything on your end of the world, partner? We didn't cover a little bit of banter or leans. I don't think so. I told you I've got uh, that one lean Lipscomb plus 15 against Belmont. I know how mm. good Belmont is. How interesting is that? Lipscomb is actually number one in the country in effective field goal percentage. Obviously, that's not the only thing you can uh, take away from a, a given game, but I'm going to lean on that with a but plus still. 15 spread, man. And uh, a team that Lipscomb five and two straight up. So I got Damn. a little sprinkle on the old Lipscomb, and it's, it has climbed up. The uh, uh, line move has gone the wrong way. It was 12 and a half this morning, and already up to 15, 15 and a half. So it, not going to lie, it is a little concerning there, but I'm going to take a chance on that one, see how it goes. Okay. Well, there you go. There you have it, my friend. Uh, yeah, I got no more leans on that end of the spectrum. Really interesting, though. Fifth or first in expected field goal percent. Hmm. All right. Worth a look. Most definitely. Uh, outside of that. Excuse me. If uh, you haven't watched it yet, our one of two weekly shows, this here is the daily show. You know that. But uh, the weekly show, Wise Words, Wise Words Wednesday was yesterday. Season 2, episode number 2, dropped featuring the electric Kevin Walsh Jr. Uh, you will know him as the host, or uh, yeah, on-air host of The Early Line with co-host Donnie Wrightside Seymour and In Play Sports Tonight, uh, presented by Sports Grid. If you haven't checked that out, go check it out. Honestly, check out all of the Wise Words episode episodes. There is so much good information. I've gone back and watched a few a couple times, and I mean, there is so much good info we have, and we just keep turning out the names. The sharpest, most electric, most brightest, I don't even know how to describe them anymore, names in this industry. Join us on the Wise Words Pod, and uh, I'm telling you, it is absolutely electric. Season 2 has already been bananas. I suggest you tune into Season 2, Episode 1, and Episode 2 that just dropped yesterday. Easiest way to find it, go to TalkingTheLine.com. Hit the Wise Words Podcast tab. You'll find every single podcast directory, YouTube, everything in between that you can view it on. Also, if you wouldn't mind, if you uh, haven't already yet, you happen to stumble upon one of those platforms, Go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. You know, any everything in between. It just helps us make this old TTL sports media rocket ship go bigger, better, faster, and stronger to the moon. Outside of that, um, I think that about does it, partner. Uh, Cup of Joe on campus, Saturdays, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be back uh, for that. We'll remind you of that tomorrow for sure. I already talked about my UFC pick blog. Uh, our mags will have extra cheddar coming out. Be sure you subscribe. week. Oh, it's a bye week. I might have won't. to do something else for Sunday. That's right. I forgot you were uh, backing me on Green Bay um, <laughs> for my pick today. Uh, yeah. So be sure you subscribe to the blogs. Uh, you can do that on the homepage of TalkingTheLine.com. It's about a quarter of the way down the page, one scroll. Uh, we will never send you spam. Uh, only our blogs, insights, analysis, whatever we uh, dish out directly to your email inbox. Outside of that, uh, you can find all things TTL and more at TalkingTheLine.com. Uh, all of our additional content, uh, our partners, social media platforms, yada, yada, yada. It is all there for you or in the link tree in this episode's description. Partner, outside of that, 
uh, before, because I think we've done one hell of a job uh, dishing out some uh, positivity, some good vibes here today. Uh, gonna gonna dish out a little motivation because we we need a little extra bit of that too. But uh, anything else from your side of the screen here before uh, I kick things off? Uh, only uh, type of news as far as the NFL, uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins at practice once again. Daniel Jones, they say he looks solid, but uh, still a game-time decision, it sounds like. And uh, Demarcus Lawrence expected to play for the Cowboys tonight. Uh, and that is about all I'm seeing. I already mentioned Alvin Kamara is out. So nothing crazy going on as far as news is related. Okie dokie, Artichoke. Well, uh, two back-to-back practices for the Arizona Cardinals All-Stars, so looks like they'll be back here for week 13 or week 14, whatever the fuck we're in now, week 13. 13, I think, but up yeah. against your Bears, so. Yeah, fuck off. I was trying <laughs> not to think about that. Oh, oh spam, online dude. strips without clothing. Hoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Hey, bear down. Bear down. You see me still repping them. Just because I tweet out some shit that says I don't think we should go to the fucking playoffs, which I still don't think we should, and I won't waste any time on that, doesn't mean I don't still love my Chicago Bears. I still do, man. I'll bear down all the to, fucking uh, time. Bear down, Chicago Bears. I know you're not a Game of Thrones fan at all, my friend, but there's obviously a lot of, like, politicking as far as that show goes, but there's uh-huh. one person who sounds like that where they're trying to say, no, we don't want these things to happen as far as the bears going to playoffs i serve you serve you serve the good of the realm you serve the good of the bears mm. franchise going forward correct not just false fugazi hope correct. as far as whatever's going on if and you I know lend a hand for you you know that means a lot coming from a cheesehead faithful because uh, i told you i've been as nice i've fuck. been nice i've been a nice yeah cheesehead yeah you don't even want to because it's just the same old revolving door and you're even getting tired of the bullshit you kind of want to have a little bit of competition in the league at least like what the fuck I are mean, we doing we, i'm gonna have some fun next sunday night as long as i think it's still <laughs> sunday night uh football so they could have done you a favor can we just flex, flex that one but please please just flex it out there's no reason year, just flex it out every year just... bears fans beg for it and they don't do it and it's always such a such a fun evening to watch i digress i digress please do not get me on this soapbox i need to put out some motivation <laughs> minutes i don't need i don't need this right now <laughs> All right, without further ado, hopefully we don't have any uh, naked, double, close, uh, drop-in, 5,000, buster yeah, block for uh, five minutes, things. Uh, we should be good to go here for a minute. So without further ado, final segment of the day, my Motivation Minutes. So I can't take credit for this one at all. Um, had a conversation uh, with uh, our, our great friend at SportsBK Consig. Hmm. The legendary sportsbook consigliere, Dave Sharpan. You know, if you're ever going to hop on the phone with him, I highly suggest you take the fucking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ain't, you ain't going to be there for a short amount of time. But the man overflows with wisdom. The man overflows with knowledge, not only from a betting perspective, but also from a life perspective, a media perspective, a content creation perspective. A, he is overflowing with knowledge and a man that I am forever grateful for. I know I can speak for you in that sense, Mags. Um, I tell him all the time. I mean, the fact that our paths crossed the way it did and that um, we have just kind of instantly clicked, uh, just we, we've, it's just wild how it happened. And uh, I, I'm just so appreciative of that. But towards the end of our conversation today, we talked about um, a saying that his dad used to tell him, and he said he shares it from time to time. And he said, hey, well, it's not patented. You, you go ahead and use it. I said, well, I think that's going on the motivation minutes today, Consig. He said, use it. Go ahead. Have fun. I said, all right. So the quote, and and uh, this is obviously going to be a little bit rhetorical, 
Um, but I'll give the perspective behind it and some kind of thought there. But the quote so when he would always get down in the dumps and, oh, I'm working so hard and nobody seems to notice and blah, 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 blah. His dad would always tell him, he said, what do you find credit, Dave? I don't know. You find credit under C in the dictionary. So now you know where it is. Stop searching for it. And I said, holy shit. <laughs> That'll get you here early in the morning. And, you know, it makes so much sense when you're working towards a dream, a goal, whether it be big or small or a promotion at work or chasing after a new relationship or whatever the case might be, you're going to have to put in a lot of work. You're going to have to go where very few people will go. And those who have made it will attest to this day in and day out of how much work it takes. And you have to grind and grind and grind and grind and grind and grind. And it has to be your entire life in order to make it. And... The beautiful part, though, is that when you, or maybe sometimes not so beautiful part, is that when you put in all this effort, it may feel that nobody really notices. It may feel that nobody really even has an idea what you're doing. And, and generally, most of the time, they won't. Because if you're not up in lights or made it or got to that goal yet or whatever the case might be, a lot of people aren't going to understand it. A lot of people aren't going to know exactly what it is and, and what it does or why you have what that makes any sense i mean think about it we're in sports gambling for crying out loud how many times mags have we heard you guys do what you're trying to do what huh and eventually people get in the boat eventually people understand but there's still people who don't and that's okay that is what it is but at the end of the day you still might not get that credit you still might not see the acknowledgement but the thing you got to be cool with is that you don't need a cookie you don't need the accreditation. What you should be in, whatever you're doing, whatever for, is to become better than you were yesterday. Compare yourself, shout out Dr. Jordan Peterson, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Stop searching for the credit of other people. It's in the dictionary under C. Let it stay there. You know where it is. Stop fucking searching for it. So I ask you one final time, my friends, where do you find credit? Right in the dictionary under C. Stop searching for it. You know where it is. Keep up your grind. Keep the mentality. I promise you keep chipping away at that tunnel. Those diamonds are right beyond the next chip. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love it, my man. Shout out that guy, Sportsbook and Sig, man. What a guy. What a, what a wise bit of knowledge on that one, my man. Most definitely. That? Goodness. I said, that's how we're closing this conversation. I said, that's how this is going to end. I said, we just talk about some betting stuff. We just did. And it, it, I, I got to take it to the motivation minutes. This is electric. This is fucking electric. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, once again, shout out Dave Sharpen, uh, the sports sportsbook consigliere at sportsbook BK on Twitter. That officially does it. My motivation minutes of the day. Okay, that look. Wow, I kind of sounded like Squidward there, didn't I? That was fucking weird. I felt like I, I sounded hear. like Squidward to myself. All right, either way. Uh, <laughs> didn't hear. It. You're good. Didn't hear. It. Okay. Either way, that sure seems like an episode of the TTL Pod to me, my friend. Any final late breaking news that came out between now and the time that we were live on this show? 
I don't believe so, my friend. Oh, hey. No, no, no. Still waiting on news. What's up? I will, uh, you know, I'll give you a little walk down memory lane to close this show. From me to you, Bears to Packers, a formal truce, because I know you you fucks are probably going to get to the NFC Championship. So on this day in sports history, December 2nd in the year 2010, the legendary Packers wide receiver, Donald Driver, picks up a nasty 61-yard touchdown bomb reception against the 49ers 49ers. to, I believe, walk that game off, my friend. I'm not sure. Either way. I don't think it was walk-off. Either way. Fucking Go look at the highlight. Yes. Woo! That's nuts. I'll actually retweet that from the Talking the Line page because that is absolutely electric. Um... Yeah, guy that doesn't Anything get enough on? respect nationally. The Packers fan, he is one of the most beloved players in Packers freaking history. Man, franchise leader in receptions and receiving yards. If uh, Devontae sticks around uh, for a long career, that'll probably get broken. But franchise leader for the Packers franchise in any stat category, <laughs> let alone two. Man, the guy is uh, one of my favorites of all time, dude. So thank you. And that, yeah, that touchdown, you're that's like. That's Sick like shades touchdown. of that's some like beast mode type touchdown right yeah, there, man. Hundred percent. That's like the beast quake for sure. That's yeah. That's top notch. Beast quake light. Okay. There you go, partner. There you have it. Tagged you in that some bitch. Uh, right. Outside of that, that's all I got, my friends. Thanks for sticking around all uh, hour and thirty seven minutes with us here. Get a little windy. Get a little wild. But I hope we were able to give you that mental vacation we always try and talk about. Um, spread that positivity. Those good vibes, that energy, um, we're always saying, because, man, I know you can uh, scroll through whatever social media platform is your favorite and find negativity all day long. So fuck that shit. We ain't doing it here. We're only going to uh, keep pumping out the positivity and uh, motivation minutes, laughs, rabbit holes, everything in between. As uh, has kind of become uh, one of the new sayings, if you've uh, followed along on the website and stuff like that, come for the bets. Stay for the vibes. There you go. There you have it. One final update from you, Max. Are you good to go? No, you just love. Oh no, you just I, watched just, I watched the highlight. Yep, yeah, absolutely. That's I what I thought. Okay, so <laughs> last but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Thursday of bets, also known as so you don't have to check your calendar one final time, December the 2nd in the year 2021. Cannot tell you how much we appreciate each and every one of you from the bottom of our hearts for stopping by, hanging out, dropping some comments down. Even you, naked triple X sex three thousand, we appreciate mm. your. Uh, your <laughs> I think your, you said you. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate your uh, algorithm boost as well. Sure. Um, outside of that, you guys are the best. When we see your support, we see your following. Everything. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anybody uh, you know hasn't heard about TTL yet and you enjoy us? I don't know. We're kind of goofy, but we think we give some good vibes every now and again. So tell them about us. We aren't uh, we aren't brash. We don't uh, say anybody can't join the family. All are welcome. Stop on by. Last but certainly not least, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have any other plans, filled with nothing but trips to the pay window. And as always, hey, partner, let's cash some tickets.